0: Season two, episode 21, drum loops or melody first? Now, this is a question I actually get very, very often. Should you start with your drum loops first or should you start with the melody first when it comes to making your beat? And that's what I will be talking about in this episode. And to quickly answer it for you though, is you can do it either way and each way will give you a different result. And it's important actually to try it both ways. So that you can learn both ways. And again, you can become a really versatile producer. Again, I'll explain it a little bit more in this episode. So before we get into this episode, again, check out my free book. It's called Five Keys to a Successful Beat. You can go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash five keys. It'll break down tons of valuable tips that I have learned from being a music producer. It's totally free. You just got to sign up with your name and email. All right, so drum loops or melody first okay so let's first talk about drum loops now i'll let you guys know that i have a training curriculum about creating your own drum loops from scratch and i call it safe spots okay inside of safe spots there's also some bonus curriculum and i call it the organic tools so if you're interested the book is called safe spots create amazing drum loops by riley weller or you can search by gratuitous Okay, so when we create drum loops, I am talking about using one-shot drum samples, okay? Uh, We are not using pre-made drum loops or loops or anything like that. If you are using loops, yes, it's okay to slice them up and, and, you know, if you want to sample with them, that is still finding, like, your own sound and doing your own thing. But if you're just using that drum loop, you're clicking and dragging it in and you're just using it, I really think that you are cheating yourself. Because you are better than that, I really think that you can learn to make your own drum loops, and you're going to enjoy making music, because that's what it's all about, okay? So, when you go to make a drum loop first, the first thing that you want to think about is tempo, right? How fast is your track? If you're making a dance track, well, yeah, it's going to be a little faster. If it's a hip-hop track, it's going to be a little slower. And to give you some numbers, so let's say a dance track is like 140 beats per minute, or sometimes 128 beats per minute is quite a popular beats per minute BPM. Uh, Or sometimes I even put it down to like 115. Or, you know, I usually try to put that tempo to where the beat sounds best, all right? Um, One thing also to share with you guys is don't be afraid to nudge your tempo up one or two once the beat is nearing completion because I'm telling you sometimes just that one or two beats per minute up or down can really help just solidify the beat. Don't get stuck. All right. Like in a sense of like, don't, don't go back and forth forever, trying to change tempo. You want to set a tempo. I'm just saying that like, if you're kind of stuck, tempo is something that you can play around with as a, what I call an organic tool, which I'll quickly talk about as we go with these drum loops. So, When you start with your drum loop, the easiest way to start is with your kick and your clap, right? That's what I always tell you guys. You put your kick on the one, you put your clap on the two and the four, and then you can start building your drum loop off of that. It's the easiest way to get going. Once you build your drum loop, and I usually would build this drum loop with, you know, however many drums and claps, and I layer my claps and snares, have percussion elements, hi-hats, open hats, if you want cymbals or different percussion elements, whatever you want. I usually try to get this drum loop essentially almost sounding full by itself. All right, if someone were to listen to the drum loop, it's almost kind of like, oh yeah, that's kind of a cool little beat. Now it's time for the melodies, okay? so. If you're gonna start with the drum loop first, that is the process. I kinda get my drum loop made with the one-shot drum samples. If you are looking for high-quality drum samples, I suggest the Exclusive Audio Drum Bundle Trio. It's on my website at Special Pricing. That's the deal I have with Exclusive Audio. I use these drums all throughout my courses and books and stuff, so you'll get the best learning experience. So I make the drum loop. I make sure it's pretty full sounding, all right, by itself. Then the melodies come in. Now, when it comes to melodies, you know, how many melodies should you have? And again, that always comes down to once your chorus comes in, does your track sound full? All right. That's the biggest thing I'm looking for. Again, there's two ways we could be making that chorus, right? So again, we we made our drum loop. Now we add our melodies in. I tried to add enough melodies in to the chorus sounding full. Now, again, like I said, there's two ways you can make this chorus. I don't want to go too much into it in this episode, but one way is to just keep adding instruments on top of each other so that they all complement each other, okay? That's the easiest way. And the reason I like that way the best is because when you go to arrange your song, you can just add and remove instruments, all right? You know that every single melody and essentially all the sounds are all going together because all the sounds are playing at the chorus. Then when you break apart the song in the verse, right? You can, you can kind of mix and match. And for example, like if you listen to a lot of my beats, I usually try to make verse one typically different than like verse two, different than verse three. And that's because I'm mixing and matching my instruments, but they're all going together so that when the chorus comes in, they can all flow. Now, the second way to create a chorus is to actually change up the chord progression. And that's the reason why that's really tricky is because not only do you have to change up the chord progression on one of the melodies, that means that like all your melodies now have to change. You can keep the same drum loop Because your drums are just your drums, right? You know, they don't really, like, yes, they have pitch and people talk about tuning your drums and stuff. I I have honestly like never tuned my drums in my whole life of making beats. I know that's something that people do when it comes to their drums. They try to get everything, you know, in pitch and stuff. But I usually find that you take just a a really good solid drum sample and um, it just works, right? But you can tune your drums if you want to get that technical, And that's where a song takes way longer to make because now you are trying to essentially create like two different songs, even though it's the same song, but it's like now you have two different progressions. So the easiest way is a beat maker. So let's say we start with our drum loop first, our drum loop sounding full. We start adding in our instruments. I personally am looking for a full chorus so that, let's say we we were in the verse and it hits the chorus, does it sound full and complete? Because again, it's always a little tricky if you don't have vocals. If you have vocals, you don't need as many instruments because the human voice is just so powerful by itself, right? Like we listen to the singing, we listen to the words, and it's more emotional. If you don't have a vocal, you're going to have to add probably a couple more instruments and it's hard to know when that beat is complete and when it's full. But let's say you have a complete beat. So that is the easiest way to build the chorus. Or again, you can change up the chord progression, which is getting a little bit more technical and tricky because now you have to actually change up all your other instruments for that chorus. Then when it goes to the verse, you go back to the original chord progression. Okay, so that's the drum loop side of things. Now on the melody side of things, um, this is a little bit different. Now you are starting with your melodies, Right? So for example, um, I like to always play on a real piano. There's something about a real piano that I just find that I can create catchier melodies. And typically um, how I used to make my beats a lot is I used to wake up in the morning, I would go on the real piano, I'd play my melodies. As soon as I found something really, really catchy, I'd be like, okay, that's, that's the beat I'm working on today. And then I'd go downstairs and then I'd build a drum loop over top of that catchy melody and then you know then you start adding your melodies on top of it and then again that same theory of there's only two ways to kind of create the chorus and i usually always just keep stacking my instruments on top of each other it's the easiest way because then you can mix and match throughout your track and you can start flowing so fast as a producer right so essentially there is no right or wrong way but i do suggest that you guys try to start with your drum loop first and also try to start with your melodies first if you're always doing it the same way mix it up try it okay today try with drum loops first tomorrow try with melodies first uh what this is going to do is is it's just going to force you to learn how to make things work no matter what situation you're in all right it's going to make you really versatile one last thing i will talk about is try different genres I always find that a lot of people in you know in life, not just in like the music industry, people are afraid to try different things from what's popular or what's in. So for me, if you, again, if you check out my beat tapes, I have tons of beat tapes. It's beat tapes by gratuitous. They're on Spotify or wherever you stream music. I have nine beat tapes out there. Right, they're dance tracks, hip hop tracks, emotional tracks. It's all about having fun with music, enjoying music, and really, like, what kind of music do you like and enjoy? When I was, you know, a a child, I listened to so much music. My mom would always have different music on in the house. It'd always be like, you know, dancing. I was never like, I only listened to one genre. When I listen to music, I love listening to tons of different styles of music. And so I hope that kind of reflects that, you know, in my beats, that that's why I'm not always doing dance tracks. So that's why I'm not always doing like hip hop kind of tracks. Now I understand from a sales point of view in the music industry that if someone's searching, they want a hip hop beat. Yeah. Well, like that's kind of how it works. Like we as humans, we have to categorize certain things into a category. And it's kind of annoying because for me, it's like, I, I honestly don't know what category to put my music in. Sometimes if I'm uploading it, it's just like, well, where do I put my music? And that's the hardest thing of, you know, quote unquote, being found or being, you know, well-known is like people, (laughs) this is a kind of a joke I made with my mom. It's like, let's say somebody makes polka music. All right. They make polka music, you know, like if they're going to venture out and say, Oh yeah, uh, we made a hip hop track. It's like, no one's going to find their hip hop track because if they know that person's name, they know that person for polka. Right. And, and so, all I'm trying to say is like, I get it, I get it from a, from a sales point of view, but from a creative music production point of view, if that is how you are approaching it and you know making beats, eventually things are going to get dry and boring for you. You want things to be fun, you want to enjoy it, and honestly, so like I said, start with your drum loop today, try making a beat with a drum loop, tomorrow try with a melody tomorrow, And then the next day, try a hip hop track. The next day, try a dance track. And dance tracks are a little more simple sometimes because for the most part when it comes to the drum loop, it's just a kick drum on one, two, three, four, right? Hip hop tracks, try them because it's really going to stretch your skills for drum loops because hip hop... That's the reason why I called my free book, The Five Keys to a Successful Beat, I called it so simple it becomes creative. If you listen to hip hop tracks, they are some of the most catchy, some of the most simple kind of beats, but they're some of the most catchy beats. And it's and again, I'll repeat it, it's because it's so simple. But the thing is, you go to try to recreate a hip hop track and it's actually really hard. Because it's so simple that it was creative, right? And so that is the goal of making catchy beats, is it's the simple, you know, they all go together. And if you can learn to create hip-hop drum loops, and then, so for example, if you really like to create dance music, if that's your thing, I still suggest try to make a hip-hop drum loop. Like put that BPM to like 94 beats per minute, try a drum loop, and then try to create just a little melody, All right. It's really going to stretch your skills as a music producer to really enjoy what you're doing. Um, and that's all I got for you guys. Okay. So again, check out that free book, the five keys to a successful beat. So simple. It becomes creative. Just go to it'sgratuitous.com forward slash five keys. And one last thing I'll ask from you guys. uh, If you do listen to this podcast, wherever you listen to it, if you can leave a review, all that stuff really, really helps. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Be sure to visit the website itsgratuitous.com and check out my FL Studio training platform.